Welcome to the Tommy Divine Podcast. It is 3.41 a.m. It's October 1st, so happy Spooktober to everybody out there. And wow, what a crazy week we had in the NFL this past Sunday. Week 4 in the books, it was a really huge week full of upsets. A lot of unexpected teams going in. We didn't really know a lot about uh, every team going into this week. Not a whole lot of separation, but boy, we found out some things. I went 6-8 and eight last week on the NFL picks. I did horrible. few games to highlight over the weekend. Chiefs, Lions, huge game up there in Detroit. Uh, The Chiefs eke it out against the Lions in a very close one. Pat Mahomes, game-winning drive to win. Uh, The Lions look to be legit in the NFC North. Um, We'll talk about the NFC North in a little while. But uh, they look to be a very good team posing against the Chiefs there. Uh, Bills make it close with the Pats. Josh Allen gets hurt in that game. Pats go on to win. Their defense finally gives up a touchdown this season. Um, Wow. Uh, Cowboys and the Saints. I wasn't expecting Teddy Bridgewater to do very well against the, the uh, Cowboys defense. I thought the Cowboys would kind of use their offensive weapons. And, and really it was a close game, but the Saints eke it out with Teddy Bridgewater. And they are undefeated with him uh, as a starting quarterback now that Drew Brees is still out. So he's been doing well and stringing some wins along for them. Uh, Bengals versus the Steelers, Monday Night Football. Put up 27 points, 24-27 Mason Rudolph having a really good night against the Bengals. Kind of surprised about that one. Uh, Raiders beating the Colts. Uh, Derek Carr looked really good in that game. Uh, Colts without T.Y. Hilton. They're a completely different football team. Uh, and that was a really surprising score to see. I was surprised the Titans beat the Falcons the way they did. Uh, very shocked by that. The Falcons just did not show up to play uh, at all. Uh, Dolphins kept it close with the Chargers. I thought it'd be typical Charger fashion to lose to a terrible, terrible, terrible Miami team. But then Miami do what they do best. Do what they do best. And lose the game. The Dolphins, one of the worst teams in the league. They're atrocious. Carolina-Houston, very close. Carolina beats Houston. Kyle Allen looks better and better each week. And then the defending NFC champion Rams losing to the Buccaneers, 55 uh, points allowed in that game for the Rams defense. The Rams defense did not look good. Uh, and, and now they have to turn it turn it into a short week against the uh, NFC West rival Seahawks on a short week on a Thursday night in, in rainy Seattle. So that'll be interesting. Um, but they've got some things to work on before Thursday night's meeting. Vikings-Bears at Soldier Field, the game of the day. Bears win 16-6 in a closely uh, pitted NFC North matchup. Dalvin Cook had a decent day on the ground, but it was barely, barely enough. Not enough for the Vikings as the Bears win. Mitchell Trubisky injured in that game. Uh, yeah, I mean, he uh, he's injured. He will not need surgery. They tell me today that he did not need surgery. Will not. He should be back sooner uh, rather than later. That's what Coach Nagy told me, told the ESPN, uh, and I read that on ESPN today. Uh, Daniel Jones throws for two interceptions against the Redskins. Not surprised, but they still beat the uh, beat the Redskins. Well, that's Week Four of the National Football League. Eagles Packers on Thursday night. 
uh, Packers did lose that game to the Eagles. Eagles all of a sudden looking back at it again, and then the Packers look a little bit uh, weird, but uh, they got a huge game Sunday against the against the against the Cowboys. But we'll go that in the Week Five pick. So, without further ado, let's talk about the Week Five, Week Four, Week Five headlines, and then do picks. Vontez Perfect had a uh, nasty hit in the Colts game, and he did uh, have to leave the game. He has been suspended for the rest of the season and is suspended for any postseason play that the Raiders do have. Uh, so he will be done for the rest of the season. Uh, Adam Thielen, I saw today in an interview, shoot out uh, the Vikings offense for not having a good deep ball. Uh, I'm going to put mostly all that blame on Kirk Cousins. He is a terrible quarterback. I've been saying it for years. Uh, he's trash. I don't know why he's in the National Football League. A ton of these analytic freaks want to back him up, and I think he's garbage. He does not deserve to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League, and no wonder. When you have weapons like Diggs and Thielen and you can't get a deep ball going, there is a problem. You should be able to get a deep ball going on a play action when you have a back like Dalvin Cook. There is a problem. He is it. Kirk Cousins needs to be out of Minnesota. Uh, Bradley Chubb out for the Broncos defense. He will be out for the remainder of the season, uh, in that regard. So just a few injury updates, but he is, he is done for the season. And, uh, with that further ado, without further ado, it's the week five picks here on the Tommy Divine podcast. Like I mentioned, I went six and eight last week. I did absolutely horrible. Uh, couldn't believe I did that bad. A lot of closer games than I thought. A lot of upsets. Couldn't believe what I saw. But this week, I aim to do better. And we start Thursday Night Football, NFC West Showdown, in the rainy capital of the state of Washington. Or actually, no, it's not the capital. But it is one of the best cities in Washington. It's the home of Fraser Crane. It's Seattle. And the Seahawks are hosting the, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I watched the L.A. game on Sunday with a couple friends uh, against the Buccaneers. Jameis looked very good. Uh, that offense was clicking. Doubt if they can do that two more times this season. Uh, I think it was a fluke. I don't know how good Tampa Bay is going to be, uh, but I think the Rams come back. It is shorter. They're on a short uh, couple days here, kind of turnaround, quick turnaround. But, you know, at Seattle is a very tough place to play. There's always elements involved with that. Um, I am going to take the Rams, though. I think they have a quick turnaround. I think they will play better. I'm, I, the Seahawks are still unclear to me how good they are. So I'm going to take the Rams on the road. I, I'm nervous about that. But I think they get it under control this week. They kind of get back on the wagon here after getting pummeled. It's kind of a wake-up call for them. I think the Rams go into Seattle and beat the Seahawks, but I think it's a very, very close game. All right, we start at the 1 o'clock on uh, Sunday. Cards versus Bengals uh, could be the worst game of the day. Uh, Jets-Eagles could also be. But Cards-Bengals, I think, is a very terrible game. I think this is a shootout. I think Kyler Murray could really put some points up on the board here, but I'm taking the Bengals. Um, the Bengals did lose tonight against the Steelers, but I think... When it comes down to it, I think Kyler Murray just makes too many mistakes. I think the Bengals capitalize. I think the Bengals win a close one uh, against the Cardinals, but I think it's a very even matchup. 
Bills versus the Titans. It's the uh, anniversary of the Music City Miracle, of course. Uh, of course, Bills versus Titans. It depends if Josh Allen's coming back. He's really the, catal the catalyst to this offense. The Titans, I know they won last week, and they're so sporadic of a team. I wouldn't be surprised if they came out and win this one, but I think the Bills are just too good defensively, and they played really well against New England. I'm taking the Bills. The Bills in a close one against the Titans on Sunday. Bears versus the Raiders. Uh, this one is in London, and it's weird because it's not one of the 9.30 a.m. kickoffs. It is uh, in London, though, but it's a 1 o'clock game. The Raiders looked impressive last week against my Colts. Not going to lie, they looked really good. Um, but I'm going to be honest. I think the Bears take care of them this week. I, I think the Bears are coming off a nice win against the Vikings. they got to travel. It's a weird schedule for them. Um, it's a weird schedule for both these teams. London is always terrible for teams. It never helps out anybody except the Jaguars. Um these two teams are going to be kind of off kilter for a little while. Could be a sloppy game. You got Chase Daniels, backup quarterback. I think the Bears' defense is the difference in this ball game, though. I am taking the Chicago Bears to beat the Raiders, but I think it's a close one. I think all these games will be close ones. But I think the Bears beat the Raiders in London. I think it's Khalil Mack on the defense. You also got Khalil Mack on a revenge game. It's a revenge game for him. The Raiders let him go, traded him away, didn't want him. It's a revenge game for Khalil Mack. Give me the Chicago Bears to beat the Raiders. All right, Buccaneers uh, away for the Saints at the Superdome. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater has uh, been uh, sensational. I mean, he's been fine. Uh, he's been doing enough to win games. I think the trend continues. I think the Saints... Win against the Bucs. I think last week the Buccaneers' uh, offense was a fluke. I don't think they can string those together and make wins. I'm taking the Saints, but I think it's a nice, tight game. I don't think it's a blowout by any means. All right, Vikings versus the Giants uh, at the Meadowlands. I will take the Vikings to win big. I think Dalvin Cook has a monstrous day. I think Kirk Cousins finally has a game where he can settle down finally kind of take out his frustrations, finally get the deep ball working again. I know I just trashed Kirk Cousins like four minutes ago, but this could be the game where he finally it all clicks for him. Young quarterback, I think the defense works uh, is very nice against Daniel Jones. Intercept him a few times. He didn't do very well against Washington. This defense will make him pay. I think the Minnesota offense will be humming with Dalvin Cook. Uh, as the catalyst, and I think the Vikings win big against the Giants. Big, big, big on Sunday. All right, Jets versus Eagles. Sammy Darnold still has mono. Uh, that's a problem. Uh, and so the Eagles come off 10 days of rest against one of the worst teams in the National Football League. Take, I will get, give me the Eagles. I can't put my foot in my mouth. Uh, give me the Eagles to win this game. I think uh, the offense finally starts to click. Carson Wentz starting to get back into the groove of things, uh, especially off 10 days of rest, a little bit extra time to heal. This Jets team, without Darnold, is hopeless. Uh, give me give me the Eagles to win this game by a couple, couple of scores. I think the Jets uh, at Philly, just no match for the Eagles. Baltimore versus Pittsburgh. Cleveland came out, punched Baltimore in the mouth on Sunday. Very surprised, very surprised. 
but I think Baltimore bounces back. I think Pittsburgh, I know they look good tonight against Cincinnati. I think Baltimore takes out their frustrations on a Pittsburgh team that is outmanned and outgunned right now. I think there's just too much talent for the Baltimore Ravens to let <laughs> to let Pittsburgh uh, step all over them. I think Lamar is going to light it up next week. I think it's going to be fun. We're going to see fun, fun uh, week one, week two, Lamar. Give me Baltimore against Pittsburgh on Sunday. Oh, my God. The New England Patriots schedule continues to get easier when they take a trip to Landover, Maryland to face the ugly, ugly, ugly Deadskins of Washington. Give me New England by a couple of scores. Tom Brady, tough against the Bills last week. They're going to come back. They're going to have some fun. This is a fun game for them. I'm just, I'm seeing... Uh, a lot of points on the board for New England. I, I don't think Redskins even get... I don't think the Redskins sniff the end zone. I think uh, New England's all over the skins. This will be easy for them. I don't think Washington has a chance in Hades to win this ball game. Give me New England and big. New England big in this game. And it only gets easier for New England. It only gets easier. They don't play a good team till November. Look at the schedule. They don't play a good team till November. Let's let's take a look. Let's take a look at their schedule. Tell tell me New England's schedule is hard. When they when they play this pathetic, absolutely pathetic schedule. And I know the Bills gave them trouble. But, you know, that was just classic New England September. This is their games for the rest of October. Redskins, Giants, Jets, and Browns. And then they play the Ravens. Browns and Ravens will be tough. Those games will be tough. But Browns did not look like they were very good. Now they're starting to look good. But their next three games, Washington, at home for the Giants, and then going to the Jets. Those next three games are easy. Easy games. They don't play anybody till the last weekend of October. And they haven't played anybody. They played the Steelers, and they killed them, even with Big Ben in there for half the game. Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Redskins, Giants, Jets. That's an easy schedule. Like, come on. That, that's automatic, like, six, seven wins right there. It's unbelievable, the schedule they've gotten. Unbelievable what uh, the schedule gods have given Pat or uh, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Unbelievable. But I think the Pats continue to roll against the Redskins on Sunday. Jags versus Carolina. I think this is going to be a really fun game to watch. I love Gardner Minshew. I'm jumping on the Minshew train. Had the game-winning drive last week. Kyle Allen's a fun quarterback to watch in Carolina. But give me Gardner Minshew in Jacksonville. I think this is uh, really one of the best games of the day. Uh, keep keep your eye on this one because Carolina-Jacksonville is going to be fun. Uh, I'm taking Jacksonville to beat Carolina, but I think it's a very highly contested game. Both quarterbacks playing very well right now, meeting together. Uh, it's going to be fun, but give me give me Jacksonville to beat Carolina. All right, Falcons versus Texans. Uh, I'm going to take the Texans here, but I'm really uh, nervous because I don't know what Falcons team I'm going to get. Am I going to get, you know, the competitive team that almost beat Philadelphia or, you know, or did they beat Philadelphia? I can't even remember. But the team that almost beat the Colts or am I getting the team that got killed by the Titans? I don't know. But I'm taking the Texans in this one. I think Deshaun kind of bounces back. From the Carolina game, they come back. I think they take care of business against the Falcons. Give me the Texans to beat the Falcons. Woo! That's a one-on-one. A lot of, a lot of one o'clock games. 
That was what? How many one o'clock games is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten one o'clock games. Wow. That's just a lot of saturation for one o'clock. But then you got two four o'clock games. You got a four oh five, you got a four twenty-five. 405 Chargers at home against the Denver Broncos. Broncos are atrocious. Uh, they had some chances to win ball games, couldn't capitalize. Chargers at home, they're not the best team because they don't have any home fans. So I think this will be a little bit more even than people think, but I think the Chargers have a tad bit too much talent, a little more talent than the Broncos. Give me the Chargers to beat the Broncos at home, but I think it's a very close game. I think Flacco may have some funny magic still left in him, but give me the Chargers to beat the Broncos. Then the best game of the day. Packers going to Dallas to face the Cowboys uh, on on Sunday afternoon. It's the 425 game of the week. Uh, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman, Fox game. Uh, they yet again ruined one of the best games of the week by giving us the two worst announcers in all of football. Now, Aikman's a good color guy. Buck is a awful, awful play-by-play. And I will continue to say that for the rest of my life. Um, the fact that we keep getting these guys every week or two from these big games is trash. Um, but we get them in this one. I am taking the Packers. I love the Packers' defense. And what they're doing, causing turnovers. They're, they're playing very well. I think Aaron Rodgers comes out for these big games. Uh, I think the Cowboys keep it very close. I think this is a field goal type game. This feels like a playoff atmosphere type game. It'll definitely affect the NFC playoffs and the NFC playoff picture come December and, and late November. Um, but I think the Packers beat the Cowboys. I think it's... Some turnover late by the Packer defense, but I think their defense is just too good. Um, and the way they played against the Saints last week, I'm not liking the Cowboys a whole lot right now. I'm not saying they're bad, but they, they need to get going. Uh, but against the Packer team at home next week, I think the Packers are just too good defensively. Aaron Rodgers is kind of on a roll. He's kind of vibing with LaFleur. I'm liking it. Give me the Packers to beat the Cowboys on Sunday. Very close. Very close. Um. All right, Sunday night football, Colts versus uh, Chiefs. You know, it's funny. I write out all the games on a yellow pad, and then I do. My, I have my notes. I've been starting to take notes now recently. I used to do my podcast improv, improvisational, and people thought I was uh, too lackluster, too unorganized, so I thought I'd do notes. I did not write my team's game on here, which is funny because you think that's the one game I actually care about. Ugh, Sunday Night Football at Arrowhead, Colts Chiefs. Jacoby Brissett, we're without T.Y. Hilton. I'm not sure if he's going to play. Last time we were at Kansas City and last time the game was on NBC, it didn't go well. That was also in a blizzard. It will not be a blizzard on Sunday. But I will say this. Kansas City had a tough game last week at Detroit. I think they're going to take us to the woodshed. I think, uh, you know, I say that, but you know what? I think we can keep it close, but it really is all going to depend on if we have T.Y. Hilton. If we have T.Y. and we can get Marlon Mack a little bit healthier, we have a shot. 
If T.Y. is out for the game, we just have too many injuries. Darius Leonard, Malik Hooker out, just really kind of injured at this point of the season. Um, and it's still really early. Um, but we're just kind of we're injured right now. Um, I just think, you know, at home for the Chiefs, it's just not a super – I'm not getting a super great vibe from this game. I don't think it's going to be, like, horrible, but I think the Chiefs kind of pull away. Um, I could see some some turnovers. Uh, I don't know. I'm just getting bad vibes from this game at Kansas City. It's not looking well. Give me the Chiefs to beat the Colts. And you know what? That's how you tell I'm not biased because any other guy would be like, oh, yeah, no, the Colts are going to win. No, no, I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Colts. I think it could be closer, but I think probably the Chiefs will beat us pretty handily. I think at home, Patty Mahomes, no look passes to Travis Kelsey, all that fun stuff. I think, I think it could not be very good for the Colts on Sunday night. I'm just saying, but anyway. And then Monday night, you got the Cleveland Browns at the 49ers uh, out there, and uh, whatever it's called now, it's not Candlestick anymore, but wherever, wherever it is now, uh, the 49ers are. Uh, they had a bye week this week, so they are still, I believe, technically undefeated, I believe. Let me look. Yeah, they are 3-0 and against this Brown squad who's starting to pick up some steam. Just had a nice win against the Ravens on Sunday. Really punched them in the mouth. Um, and uh, I think they're going to win this game too. I like the Browns. I think the 49ers have had a very fortunate schedule. I mean, very, very fortunate. And the fact that they have three wins, good for Garoppolo. Great for them. But you take a look at the wins they had. Buccaneers, when they were kind of bad. Bengals are very bad. And the Steelers are very bad. And by the way, the 49ers had three red zone turnovers against the Steelers in week three. Three red zone turnovers still managed to win the ballgame. You can take that negatively or positively if you want to. I take that as a negative. I think that's very bad. You can't do that against good teams. They're doing that against the Browns defense uh, and a very good Browns offense. I just think the 49ers finally get a smack of realism here. I know it's at home. I know it's Monday night, but give me Cleveland to beat San Francisco at home. I think I think they win. I think it's a fun game, but I think Cleveland kind of pulls away and does what they need to do. They just had a Monday night game not too long ago. Give me uh, Give me Cleveland to beat the 49ers. Give me Cleveland to beat the 49ers. So that's a, a recap here. Rams, Bengals, Bills, Bears, Saints, Vikings, Eagles, Ravens, Pats, Jags, Texans, Chargers, Packers, and Browns are my week five picks. The NFL week five and get it all started on Thursday night on Fox where we can hear Joe Buck and Troy Aikman uh ruin another f- a great football game. I think that Rams Hawks is probably our best Thursday night game so far. I mean yeah, I think that's like our first decent halfway decent Thursday night football game. Cuz la- well, I guess Eagles Packers was pretty good last weekend. But other than that, we're getting some good Thursday night football games now. This is where we get kind of a string of them. Giants-Pats next week will be terrible. But this is a pretty good one. NFC West, short week for both teams. It'll be very interesting. I can't wait to see it. But it'll be nice on Thursday night. 
play a little golf on Thursday, then go and watch Thursday Night Football. It's awesome. I love it. It's October. Happy October, guys. Uh, by the way, please go check out my cousin Patrick, his friends Griffin and Reed. They just put up uh, some new content for the Big Ten. Uh, very nice wins for Ohio State and Michigan this week against inferior opponents. Uh, so if you want to take a look at Big Ten football and you love college football, go check out that podcast as well. Uh, I just, I'm trying to think about doing some college football and I just really haven't had a chance to kind of sort everything out uh, in college football. A lot of weird things going on. Um, but I will tell you this. I'll sit here right now and I will defend this. I think Oklahoma is the best team in the country. I do. I know they're not in the SEC. I know there's still Alabama, LSU, you know, Georgia. I think Oklahoma is the best team in the country. They have dominated everybody to the point of no return. This team is on a mission from God. Jalen Hurts is one of the most serious quarterbacks I've seen. He's pissed. Jay, I'll tell you this. Jalen Hurts is pissed. He gets pulled out of the championship game for Tua Tagovailoa, And he's just going to take that? No, he's going to go to Oklahoma and torch everybody else. I'm loving it. I love Lincoln Riley. I love this Oklahoma team right now. They're killing everybody. And I'll tell you this. They are going to be the one left standing when the dust settles. I think you could get an Oklahoma-Alabama, Oklahoma-Clemson. From what I saw from both teams this week, Alabama finally pulled away against Ole Miss, but they were having trouble. Clemson certainly was having some trouble against North Carolina and Chapel Hill. I think Oklahoma is the best team in the country. They have not. No one has been keeping close with Oklahoma this whole season. I am ready for somebody to, to finally face Oklahoma and challenge them. I don't know what it's going to be. People think it's going to be Texas. I, I don't really see that happening as a, as a thing. I think Texas has kind of fallen off the wagon, the proverbial wagon, if uh, I may use that as a, as a tent. Look, look at Oklahoma's schedule here. They play Kansas this week. Poor Les Miles. You're getting this whole football in the whole basketball NCAA violation scandal with Bill Self. Then you got poor Oklahoma coming to town. By God. I mean, can it get any worse for Les Miles? I feel bad for him. He's trying to make a winning program. You get the NCAA violations. You got Oklahoma coming to town. Baker Mayfield's going to come back and, you know, you know he's going to do the, you know, suck my nuts uh, sign on the sideline like uh, like he did a couple of years ago. Poor, poor Kansas. I mean, Oklahoma's coming. NCAA violations. Poor Les Miles. He already has enough to deal with. Come on. But you look at Oklahoma's schedule. They play Kansas this week. They're going to block Kansas by 95 points. Then they got the Red River rivalry. Texas is still hanging around at 11. I'm going to be honest, folks. I think they're going to blow out Texas. I really think so. I think they blow out every team on this schedule. Oklahoma State will be tough. But I think they blow them out. I think the only team that could possibly give them trouble is Iowa State because Iowa State's always tricky and I know they have Iowa State at home they do go to Baylor Baylor's undefeated but I think Baylor will start losing some games here pretty soon TCU kind of is usually tough but they'll beat them pretty handily uh Big 12's got some decent squads I just think I just think Jalen Hurts is amazing this offense is just clicking on every level and there's so many weapons for him I just think this team is the best in the country. You know, I really do. 
I really do. I think this offense is phenomenal. I think it's the best offense Lincoln Riley's ever had. And Jalen Hurts is just a completely different animal than than Baker and Kyler Murray. He this dude is just He was at Alabama. It's it's almost like he's like yeah, you know, I used to be a Russian spy. Now I'm in, you know, now I work for America. You know, it's like what it's like Dude, you defected from Russia to come to America and be a spy for us? Like, what a man. It's like, dude, you were at Alabama, and now you're going to Oklahoma transferring? I mean, this is just awesome. I love to see Jalen Hurts be like this. I mean, dude, the guy, uh, <laughs> they, they beat uh, UCLA 48-14, to and the dude wasn't happy. He's like, we need to work harder. Our offense wasn't good enough. Dude, you scored 48 points at the Rose Bowl. Nah, it doesn't matter. We still we still need to do better. It, dude, this guy is driven. He Like I said before, this dude is on a mission from God. And could he win the Heisman? Absolutely. I love, I'm all in on Jalen Hurts. I'm all in on Oklahoma. And the fact that they're ranked uh, sixth is preposterous. It is preposterous. Can't believe they're ranked that low. Clemson certainly did not look good. I think if Clemson and Oklahoma played tomorrow, I think Oklahoma would beat the pants off of Clemson. I really do. The way after they played in Chapel Hill, give me Oklahoma. Give me Oklahoma. I think they're the best team in the country. That's all I got to say about that. And uh, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Uh, But go ahead and subscribe to my cousin Pat. Uh, Anchor and Arms here, Anchor Brothers, we're bros, so go out and check his podcast, because he's got all the Big Ten stuff, he's got all that, if you're a Big Ten Midwesterner like me and a Big Ten fan, go and see those podcasts, those are really fun, so, alright, have a good week guys.